0: I'm Kirsten.
1: I'm Joshua. And I'm Kyla. And this is the Weird and Suspicious.
0: That's weird. That's suspicious. Everyone should know I'm drinking a Bloody Mary because I'm very proud of how it looks.
2: I'm drinking blueberry wine. That's disgusting. It actually
1: is pretty good. A ruby grapefruit white claw. That is the that's worst thing in the
2: entire... Those are the worst ones. I
1: like the grapefruit one. I used what to the take fuck? them from you. I used to drink lime them from you. Are the I like them. Lime are the worst Lime is one of the
0: best ones. So, I looked up this shit today, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, weird
1: and suspicious.
0: I was like, huh, that's weird. That's suspicious why don't I talk about this later? So I came across this place called Skinwalker Ranch.
2: Oh my god, yes. You guys know about it? I've heard a little bit about it, but not a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's also known as Sherman Ranch, um, but it's a property located on approximately 512 acres, and it's southeast of Ballard, Utah. Wherever that is. Nobody lives in Utah. It's not a real state. Utah's <laughs> a
2: weird place, so I mean it makes sense it's, that it's there.
0: It's not real. Um but it's reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO related activities. But its name is actually taken from the Skinwalker of Navajo legend concerning vengeful shamans. I did not research this person. Um, if we do want me to research it, let me know. But I'm sure that if someone's interested in that, they can just look it up real quick. But I'm, it, I'm sure it sounds it, it exactly how it is.
2: Flesh pedestrians.
0: Um, isn't that literally everyone?
2: Aren't we all skinwalkers?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. We all have skin and we're
2: all walking. Yeah, so a flesh pedestrian is also a skinwalker.
0: I just really don't like it when you say it like that.
2: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I
0: just wish you wouldn't. (laughs) UFO reports were publicized in the Uintah Basin. I hope that's correct. During the 1970s, uh, claims about... What? I said, I'll go for it. But um, there were claims about the ranch first appearing in 1996 in Salt Lake City. Um, The Utah Deseret News, and later in the alternative weekly Las Vegas Mercury, which is still another news place... Um, as a series of articles by investigative journalists. So these people are just reporting random shit that's turning up in the area. This guy named George Knapp. These early stories by these people that were, like, in the news or whatever, were detailed claims of a family that allegedly experienced inexplicable and frightening events after they purchased and occupied the property. And I think most of... Most of the stuff that I read about was saying that it was pretty much from this family saying that they had seen it. Just, like, a bunch of weird stuff had been going on when they were living there. But the ranch does border a Ute Indian reservation. And it started being called the UFO Ranch due to its 50-year history of odd events that have taken place there. So, I mean, like, it was mostly just the family saying shit. But still, I feel like there's definitely unreported stuff, because it it was saying, like, for 50 years. I don't think the entire family was living there together for 50 years.
2: I mean, maybe.
0: I mean, maybe, but I'm sure that there was, like, other weird sightings and whatever. I I doubt that they're the people that noticed every single thing that happened there. Yeah, 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 yeah. According to... With Kelleher and Nap. I have no idea who they are, and honestly, this just popped up randomly in the reading. I just wrote their names down. But it so doesn't they, explain who they are.
2: They were they owned the ranch Maybe. for a little bit of time.
0: Maybe. It doesn't clarify that. Oh. Anyway. These people saw or investigated evidence of close to a hundred incidents that include vanishing mutilated cattle. That's the weird one to me. Like, it doesn't say anything about weird shit like that going on, but they're. Keep your mouth open like that, please.
2: Have you guys seen (laughs) the American Horror Story of this year? I literally haven't
1: watched an American Horror Story since the circus one.
2: Well, Josh, I'm disappointed in you.
1: Thank you. Also,
0: it's so good.
2: In the new one. It doesn't give it away, that's why I'm not saying the full thing, but there is part of it that has a mutilated cattle, and that is why I imagine that you're talking about right now, and in my mind, it's the most wild shit ever. I hate you. Aliens. It Hello. is aliens. That's the thing with aliens. Maybe that's where they got it from. Because why does no they mutilate known- cattle? I don't know. It doesn't go like, into it. That's why I'm saying this the part of this of that series is so insignificant. Like You're not that. allowed
1: to ask questions if you don't want to be spoiled, Kyla. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the mutilations tends to be like they're like, it didn't even want to eat it. Like it literally just kills for sport.
2: But what if yeah. what if what, what if the hell? light they had like a like a beam that was down and they were like in the earth, and it like split the cattle in half or something, and that's how it had mutilated the cattle.
0: That's not how I vision mutilation. Mutilation yeah. is usually more gruesome.
1: Mutilation, I think of like imagine like chewing something and just spitting it back out. That's how I yeah, imagine mutilation is. Pretty
0: much, or like cutting a limb off and then like burning it, but then leaving like the limb next
2: to the burn. How was a cut in half cow not part of that then? That's not
0: I, mutilation. That's just literally just a cow. I think
1: it is still considered mutilation. This is like,
2: pretty fucking horrific to me. <laughs>
0: it's horrific, but like mutilation is like you like changed the way something
1: looks. Imagine, like, but they're what like put <laughs> a cow in half without damaging other shit. Like just I'm straight thinking this way. Things are like ripping a cow in half.
2: I'm thinking this way.
1: Like, yeah. oh, that's even worse.
2: Gross. I would just say that they mutilated. cut the cow in half. But, like, when you think of half, you think of this way. Like, fucking for, magic trick for, for cuts you in half type all of our audio listeners, shit.
1: who is everyone. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> yeah, no one can say us. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: The first way is the way that I would normally think about it, where it's like the back end and the front end being like cut off. But if it was like cut in the center of your face yeah. or like, like of the cow's face,
2: yeah, that's how I'm cut visualizing this, yeah. it. From middle, like from head to tail, head to butt for yeah. a cow.
0: That's weird. Well, now I really want to know what the fuck the definition of mutilation is. Someone looked that up. Define
1: so um, mutilation.
0: Oh, are you looking up right now?
1: Yeah, uh, why, why not?
0: Yeah, why not? Why
1: not? <laughs> the, the, the act of mutilating or being mutilated.
0: Really? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: <laughs> inflict a violent and disfiguring injury on it. See? Disfiguring. So, yeah. I think what disfiguring... Well, no, disfiguring is when, like, it's... Almost unrecognizable. Like, it's where, like, yes. you can't, like, see the figure anymore.
2: So, the aliens are mutilating cows. Yes.
1: The skinwalkers, sorry.
0: It's pretty fucking rude. Yeah, the skinwalkers. Fuck um, pedestrians. Honestly, like, I'm really, like, personally disrespected because I love cows. So, if they want to take that up with me, they should. I. Um,
2: not me, only Kyla. <laughs> I wouldn't no part I of it. Then want to up with
0: all of us,
2: <laughs> including Carson and Joshua.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm you
1: always you down first. to die. So
0: <laughs> perfect. No thanks. Um. So yeah, these incidents included the vanishing, mutilated cattle, sightings of unidentified flying objects or orbs, and large animals with... Oh, this was the weird one to me. There's more than this, but large animals with piercing red eyes that were said to be unscathed when struck by bullets.
2: Are there piercing red eyes in the dark or during the daytime? It
0: just said piercing red eyes. Hmm. I'm guessing. It doesn't clarify. Or at least but they're bulletproof? The but like, if they proof. know that it's a large animal... And they're shooting at it. I'm guessing they can somewhat see something. It can't be completely nighttime.
2: Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, sometimes deer... Well, I guess they don't really have red eyes. Their eyes just glow.
0: Yeah, they just glow. It's but only they were in pictures like... that they
2: turn red. Huh.
0: Piercing red eyes.
2: Mm. Aliens! were unscathed
0: when struck by Aliens.
2: Bullets. The yeah, alien certainly. story that I told, they had red eyes. Or vampires. Vampires have red eyes if they drink human blood. I mean,
0: I'm convinced all of these random things that I find that talk about stuff like this are all aliens, because they all happen to have some type of
2: alien activity going on. Yeah.
0: The last thing was invisible objects emitting destructive magnetic fields. So, I don't know how they found out that that was going on there, that that was... One compasses. Of the hundred incidents that was going on, but apparently that was something ongoing in that area.
2: Compasses. Compasses. If you go, if you have a compass,
0: oh,
2: and you go into, it like, yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah, but it says emitting destructive magnetic fields.
2: Whoa! Well, I feel like that's kind of destructive.
1: Destructive um, or disruptive?
0: Destructive.
1: Yikes! Not
0: disruptive. Destructive. Hmm. So like
1: metal and shit here. bending. I think, like, if you have, like, a shed or, like, a fence post or something along those lines, and and it, like, gets, well, it just, like, gets bent out, you can kind of, like, if it was bent out, like, in a shape or, like, in a general circle, you could probably tell
0: where it was coming from, like, where the disruption was coming from. I need to have some allergy medicine because my face fucking itches.
2: Why are you guys back.
1: The speed at which you go to the bathroom person really worries me.
2: My bathroom is like two feet from my bed.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, so is the kitchen from this chair. So is where I have
1: my edible. And I literally (laughs) just put it in my mouth and walked back over here. And you were in in the same amount of time. Do you not wear pants while we do this podcast? Are you just always prepared?
2: I don't have
0: pants on. Josh, Josh, before before you signed on, she was like, it's kind of hot in here. I think I'm going to take my pants off. Do it. Josh isn't going to give a fuck. I was changing in the other room with the door open half the time he was in. <laughs> <laughs> you just said if he wasn't wearing pants.
1: <laughs> I knew. I could feel it in my heart. Nothing else made
2: sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> do you not have pants on? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, I hate pants. <laughs> um Blah blah blah,
0: destructive magnetic fields. Yep, that's where we left off. Among the people involved in these events, um, there's a retired U.S. Army Colonel John B. Alexander who's probably gonna die after I read about this.
2: Probably, um, probably. the government listens, so they're gonna kill him.
0: I, uh, yeah, because everything I do and say is like really important, honestly. Um, so he characterized the NID psi. Um, like science, Um, the National Institute for Discovery Science.
1: That's a
2: lot of words. NID sci. yeah. Um. Oh, so, okay. That's what it means. I thought it was like NID, and then more words after it. That. Like, that was like every letter in stuff. National
1: Institute of Discovery stands for something else.
2: Exactly.
0: There's actually um. <laughs> 37 more terms than that. So,
1: if it's exactly 37 characters, I will give you $10.
2: I'm stupid. I'm sorry.
1: I feel like it's somewhere around 20, though.
0: It's 36! (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Kyle was almost Rain Man. Almost there.
0: Okay, so I counted it's, it's National Institute of Discovery Science. That's the abbreviation. But anyway, it was 36. I'm pissed. Um,. You're a fucking cunt, Josh. <laughs> so he, he he characterized the NID-Sci effort as an attempt to get hard data using a scientific approach, but um, clearly that didn't work because it's a haunted area, so like, he's not gonna get any scientific evidence on the area. Um, however, the investigators admitted to difficulty obtaining evidence consistent with scientific publication Even more means for saying that it's just paranormal activity going on. Um, But cattle mutations have been part of the folklore of the surrounding area for decades. So, it's not just something new that was in the area. So, cattle been-
2: have just been getting mut- mutilated for fucking decades, and everyone's just like, "Man, coincidence. So,
0: what it is, is all of the really creepy, weird incest families that only come out at night are coming out to try and eat the cows, but when they're trying to kill the cows, they're struggling, and they just end up mutilating them because they're
2: so stupid. Do you just make that up? Yeah, it sounds uh, yeah. like a
1: rational theory. I do. It like is. It. If
2: it was in Alabama, like, I would believe it. Legitimately,
1: dude. There's some weird, like,
2: if it was mutated, cow- mutilated cows in Alabama, I would be like, mountain people incest. Got it.
1: Well, yes. think of you. Really, only need two people to create like you, an incest and entire. In like, you can create, yeah. like,
2: trust me, a whole tr- fucking town. My family's from Missouri. I understand.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. The Stronger oh. the
2: genes, the deeper the incest. Fair. <laughs> (laughs)
1: i worry deeply
0: so fucking disturbing anyway blah 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 folklore of the surrounding area when the founder of the nid side um robert bigelow purchased the ranch what a name for i know for two hundred thousand dollars
2: to be honest, this- I'd probably buy it if I was rich and this creepy ranch came for sale, I'd be it like It was
0: 514 or what the fuck was it? Oh, that's 512
2: a, acres. That's
1: a lot of land for $200,000. Like.
2: That's what I'm saying. I'd fucking acres. buy that shit up, especially if it was haunted. I wouldn't live there, but I would buy it and I would oh, no, fucking rent there. that bitch out. See oh, if
1: I, I died.
0: I'd live there. Oh, that'd be can't, fun can't as I can't get
1: the money for my mortgage if you I die. You don't
0: even have to decorate your yard. You get free crap circles.
1: <laughs> you get free animal life just dead on your lawn. <laughs> Get free animal decoration. Oh, you're hungry? You want some fresh ground beef? It's right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I guess that comes in handy. You don't gotta <laughs> grind it yourself or whatever. It's just, you exactly. go scoop it up out of the pile. Fresh batch every day. <laughs>
1: exactly. Amazing. Delicious.
2: Perfect. That's
0: what I've always dreamed of. Um. Yeah, so he bought it cheap as fuck. And um, I guess the price, they are assuming, obviously, is the result of him being convinced the stories of mutilations that included tales of strange lights and unusual impressions made in the grass and soil. Crop circles? Yes, crop circles. Told by the family of the former ranch owner, Terry Sherman. That's it. That's
2: all I have. Oh.
1: Terry Sherman. Well, damn girl.
2: So, Maya's story is about Sam the Sandown Clown.
0: Are we telling little kid stories?
2: It's a little kid that tells a story. Please tell
1: it in an uwu voice.
2: (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) Uh, So before.
0: (laughs) That's perfect.
2: <laughs> I can't. My voice is already high enough. I can't.
0: <laughs> that was great.
2: All right. So before it, what, and like the whole idea that clowns are like creepy, scary, bits of thing. Um, in 17, no, wrong number, 1973, on a Tuesday specifically, um, there was a little girl, and we're going to call her Faye. Um, and this takes place in Isle of Wight, and it's an island in England, and it happened near the Isle of Wight in Sandown Airport in a swampy, marshy area. So this little girl, she was about seven, and she had, like, a little friend with her, a boy around the same age. They don't give him a name, though. He doesn't, he isn't name-deserving. You know what? I like that name. I feel like it fits. Um, doesn't come name. up very often after this, though, so... <laughs>
1: We'll always remember you, Kevin.
2: Okay, so you have to remember this is in the seventies. So they were wandering and just like playing around the town by themselves, which is normal, I guess. I don't know about yeah, for a seven year old, maybe like ten. No, I think it is. No,
1: I, I think, think is. like as soon as you could walk, your parents used to be like, Okay, go play Here's hockey a no, in the street. No. They'd be like,
2: Here's when a no, the go lights come on, yeah. come home. Yeah. Um, so they're just wandering around, playing, exploring, doing their own thing without adult supervision. Um, and then during this exploration, they heard a weird noise, something that sounded like an, ambient, am- an <laughs> antlian.
1: An antlion, An alien ant descending from the heavens. <laughs>
2: from, oh, I was thinking
1: from hell,
2: but... An, an ambulance? Come from
0: underground. Yeah. Oh. I
1: feel like it, it, it wouldn't be an alien if it was underground,
2: there are underground aliens? They don't dive into our earth and then come well, up and a just, while? Well, then wouldn't they and just be like. Back up earth?
1: And eat would they still be aliens, though?
2: But, like, in. What is that one? Men in Black? They have worm things in the ground, isn't it?
1: Mm, fair, fair. I apologize. Yep. yep.
2: I just. Well, I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen the movie in a really long time. I <laughs> oh,
0: no, you were going to say you haven't seen it at all.
2: I oh, I watched way. it. I was just like fucking seven. I made that, I completely made
1: that up. up. I you're like, fucking. You,
0: you guessed that really good.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know. I haven't seen the movie.
2: So it was an ambulance sound, kind of like a wailing noise. And so like they made their way across a golf course and near a swampy area over a footbridge. And as the they got, like, across the footbridge, the noise ooh, noise stopped, and they were just walking, and then they seen a figure wearing blue gu- gloves. Why can't I talk? Oh, my God. I don't
0: know, but I'm enjoying it.
2: Wearing blue gloves appeared from underneath the bridge. This thing, I will sometimes refer to it as a he, or a thing, or an it, or a clown. I'm sorry for the confusion. Um, he had a book don't know why but um he fumbled it around and dropped it in the water so he's also clumsy and he picked it up and went into a metallic hut or a metal looking shed like a shack something along those lines and apparently on his way to said shack he hopped with his knees raised high <laughs> So I'm thinking like,
1: I'm
2: thinking when you had to do like high knees, but both of your knees at the same time.
1: Oh, wait, both of his knees? I was thinking like, like skipping. It wasn't a
2: skip, it was, they said a hop. So I pictured both knees.
1: Yeah, that would be weird as fuck.
0: (laughs) His legs only work at the same time.
1: It's so funny. <laughs> he can
0: only do the same thing both legs at one time. Also, um, I want you guys to know that we caught that on the ring video, so we will oh, be watching that later. Okay, perfect.
2: <laughs> All right, so he um, b- both knee-high kick-topped into the shed, and the kids are like, huh, weird, we're going to keep going. And then they just wandered off again, and they're like, so. yeah. Whatever clown on to bigger and better things. Goodbye. Kids used
1: to have survival instincts. They wouldn't <laughs> yeah, just walk they up. And fl- they were just wandering the weird around at seven <laughs> years old.
2: Um, so they were about fifty yards away, and the clown reappeared. Um, it was holding a black mic. And the wailing noise slash ambulance sound started again, and the little boy got scared and ran away, and then the noise stopped, and the clown spoke into the mic. I think the mic was, like, attached to – what was, like, a speaker? I'm not sure. It was attached to something. Um, They could hear his voice. Like, it was right next to them, but they were 50 yards away, and the clown thing couldn't even see them, so, like, that's right. kind of weird, Right. Um. Maybe so. Some thoughts on this are like maybe he had like um. Ed- words. <laughs> he had access to technology that we didn't have at the time. <laughs> so it's like he had a access to technology that they didn't have at the time, which like now we do, but like but that's used with speakers. You know what I mean? And also like it's not also very often found in the middle of fucking woods. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um yes. so he spoke into this mic and he said hello are you still there and i don't know how he said it but i imagine it like hello are you still there is how i want him to have said it i like
1: to imagine he's just like hey you guys still out there
2: oh i like the creepier version <laughs> a little better <laughs>
1: i don't know like if i run into the woods and there's just a random dude because like A person trying to be creepy is, like, definitely spooky, but also, like, they're probably recording it for a prank. But, like, the dude that's like, oh, hey, like, are you guys still there? Hey, kids, want to come play over here in the woods? Like, that's, that sketches me out.
2: That's weird. after this story, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from. I like trying to act normal in They're my like, head. Oh, okay. I there? see him as like a little bit more shy, timid person thing. he's not like, "Hey kids," I see. Oh, okay. It. Hello, kids. Are you still there?
1: Yeah, that also would sketch me out. Okay,
2: yeah, I can see them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, weird. Um. And they went spoke They went closer to him to speak to him because he sounded friendly enough um and they had not heard don't talk to fucking strangers at this point i guess um so according to Fay, this thing was about seven feet tall and it looked like his head was sitting on his shoulders so he had no neck no neck sam um yellow pointy hat and on the top of the hat had a black knob and the the hat was connected to a red collar of a shirt and had wooden antennas attached to either side of the hat, triangle eyes, brown square nose, and a motionless yellow mouth and then he had a little bit of red fringe that fell onto his forehead and circles on his paper white cheeks so i'm picturing just like circular pink spots like blush
0: not picturing jigsaw
1: yeah jigsaw
2: no oh okay here 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 um i will show you guys the picture
1: So I'm not going to lie, the first part where you were describing that, I forgot that clowns wore makeup, and so you're like, yellow triangle eyes, and I'm just thinking like some dude that has like actual, like instead of circle irises, just triangles. (laughs) That would freak me out. I don't like that at all.
2: Um, That's one picture. I will post these on our Instagram.
0: Right, close to Easter. It looks like a creepy rabbit. I don't like that. Why did he hop? He can put his leg out. Why is he
2: hopping?
1: Oh my god, he is the Easter rabbit. He's the Easter <laughs> clown. He's sure. mad because no one remembers him.
2: Um. So I'm not done with his description. He also had wooden slats that came from his sleeves and his pants, but at some point he did see his their, his feet so his arms and his legs were wooden but his feet were flesh.
1: Got the fleshy feet?
2: Yeah. Ew, stop. Stop. But the rest of it was wooden,
1: it's okay, as long as the feet are intact,
2: and there <laughs> there was a picture, oh, he also only had three fingers, remember, okay, so like if you see in this picture, like you can see right there, no, I can't, it,
1: it is not clear enough.
2: It's wooden, I'll send it to you
0: his son in the group chat
2: his next communication came from a notebook that he wrote in and it said hello and i am all colors sam so apparently he wrote them out of order but he pointed in the correct order as the little girl read them by how he pointed to them. These words were written in very big letters. Um, so he can spell and write, but he can't write in order, but he knows the correct order because he pointed in the correct order. So that's weird. Yeah. So the kids went closer and he could talk even without the mic, but his lips didn't move and his speech was unclear, kind of like someone who was trying to talk without moving their mouth. They exchanged a couple of questions and they're like, hey, weird man, why are your clothes all ripped? And he was like, This is my only set, you hooligans. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. This is not what he said. (laughs) Would be funny if it was. Um, And then they're like, are you a man? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. No. And then they're like, are you a ghost? And he said, well, not really, but I am in an odd sort of way.
1: Ah, yes. The two genders. Man and ghost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't know what that means. And they asked what he was, and he was like, you know... Um, but didn't explain it any further. So I want to know how he said, you know, like, they're like, what are you? And he's like, you know, or they he's like, what are you? And he's like, you know, like,
0: he looked at them deep into the windows of their soul. And he said, you know,
1: I'm, I'm, a, cl- I'm a clown. How the fuck did I he expect them to, to know their though? children?
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know. But they knew. clearly Cause
2: he did it.
1: <sighs> um, imagine the clown has been like watching them his entire life their entire life
2: that would be so weird Uh, Um, he he said he had no name so this is where they get me and where I'm like okay kids get it together because did he not write down and say hello I am all colors Sam or did he not so is his name Sam or does he not have a name
1: well his name would have to be all colors Sam
2: okay well (laughs) either way
1: maybe it is Sam but also like I don't know I don't know if I would read because this little,
2: little girl read. She is seven. Then, Could yeah. you
1: read at seven back then, though?
2: Yeah, I well, couldn't because I, I was stupid. But... Girls,
0: I don't think they let girls read at that.
1: <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> you know, no, I feel like that was like the time that, that it much. was like. No, I think that was the time it was like girls need to read their books girls pictures. went to school
2: in the 70s my grandma was born in the 40s and she went to school and she could read
0: oh okay well just, <laughs> i guess i was just thinking they really didn't let women have access to as many things as men
2: well no they couldn't wear pants they had to wear dresses to school but they could read oh
1: my
0: church yeah <laughs> they could read in church
2: <laughs> Um, um, so he said that there was others like him and he sketched one for them and they he also said he was scared of humans. Like, okay, same, I get it. Um, and he was scared that they would hurt him and if he was attacked, he would not fight back. So he's also a nonviolent alien clown thing. A
1: kind
2: um, alien clown thing. To be honest, same. If someone that wants to talk to children. If someone tried to fight me, I wouldn't fight. I would probably just run away, so I get it. We'll get to the talks to children part. So he invited them into his hut to go to his, to go to his hut. They had to go through a flap to get into it. And honestly, all I'm thinking is like a shiny fucking ice fishing shack, but I don't think that's correct. See, all Um, I'm
1: thinking of uh, is them like crawling in through a doggy door.
2: But like a flap. But like when we had an ice fishing hut, it was like a tent type thing. So when you unzipped it, it was flap flappy. flappy. It was a flappy. (laughs) (laughs) Like.
0: Okay, but he's not in a fucking ice fishing hut. He's in a metal thing, and it has a doggy door flap. So
2: they had to crawl through it on all fours. Yes. Okay, um, it had plenty of headroom, and it had blue and green wallpaper of dials, an electric heater, wooden furniture that was super simple, and an upper level that was smaller, and the floor was metallic. He told the kids that he had berries, and that is what he ate. He also told them that he had a place in the mainland that he could go to, and the water was only drinkable after he cleaned it, so he thinks we have dirty water
0: which why is he telling them all of this information? <sighs>
1: I feel like, you know, kids ask a lot of questions. So it could just be like, oh, what do you eat? Do you have any snacks?
2: They're like, we're hungry. And he's like, I got berries. Snacks. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is how he eats the berries. Are you ready? In his butthole? (laughs) Not in front of kids, no.
1: (laughs) That's his alone time eating. (laughs)
2: Um, they said that he did a conjuring trick. So he would place the berries in his ears, thrust his head forward, and then the berry would disappear from his ear and reappear in his eye. <laughs> and then it would travel down to his mouth. And then I was like, "This is more like a magic trick than a conjuring it go, trick." Go like
0: through his nose into his mouth.
2: I, they didn't say. Man, I don't like,
1: like, like that. It's saying uh, the berries came like, out of right, his yeah. eyes. He's like,
0: Here you go. <laughs>
2: um so like you know maybe he really is a clown and that was his magic trick
0: disgusting
2: so he needs water and food his basic living situation and a small shack and simple furniture which isn't odd except for how he eats the berries and that he's not a human those two things are kind of weird um so about three weeks later Faye told her dad and he was shocked by how much detail he she had and thought maybe she made it up but she was certain that all of it was true and all of it happened so he talked to the boy who didn't want to talk too much but he confirmed that what Faye was saying and what happened was true and the dad believed her and the little boy um and he thought Maybe she was taken into a bubble of an alien reality and that the thing had created. The clown said that he had just made the hut and the girl said that there was people working on a post or something near them, but didn't seem to acknowledge that there was a wooden clown alien robot thing talking to these kids, almost like they didn't see him. So she thought it was a ghost. And since he was like, I am in an odd sort of way, you know what? Makes sense to me. Um, her dad thinks that it was way too detailed for her to have just made it up. Yeah, because
0: girls are dumb.
2: A little bit more kind of a little too out there and a little too detailed for it to just be kids' imaginations. Um The dad went to the spot and couldn't see the hut or any trace of anything. I guess it's also common. So this is where the kids things the kid thing comes into play. Um, so words um it's not uncommon for human-like things that but they are not really human to appear in front of kids there's lots of stories about it um maybe we'll go into some of them later but some people think that it's because that kids are more innocent and curious without destruction so it's easier for a human-like thing to show itself to a child and be like hey i'm not entirely human but here i am look at me I'm weird. And like a seven year old's not gonna be like, let's fucking destroy it like yeah. adults or teenagers would. Yeah. So that's a thought that maybe that, that so is why can, they should Should I, I go options. into
1: weird detail about that? Yeah. Um so you know how like the Eskimo have like a million different names for s- snow that like we really can't tell the difference from just because it's like surrounding them so much. Yeah. There's thoughts that kids and like sorry also like if you um stay in an area like that doesn't have a lot of like green or a lot of color in it when you do see those colors your eyes doesn't really register it as one of the two it's like a color you're more familiar with just darker or whatever so there's thoughts that like as kids and like when we're born we can naturally like see things or sense things that are in the another dimension or another like
0: that makes sense sort of thing
1: and just as we grow up because we're so more often surrounded by like the the real world and the physical world we just kind of like tune that kind of stuff out because it doesn't really serve a purpose
2: Yes well and that's another thought is that maybe since he said he was like a ghost in a weird kind of odd sort of way that maybe it's something that only kids can see because they are not there's they're just, they are, like every experience that a kid has whether it be a regular experience or a paranormal experience is new to them. They're not going to be like wow this is weird ghost because like you're going to take him to the park for the first time and they're going to be like oh my god. This is so much fun. You know what I mean? Like every experience is a new experience. How are they going to know what is necessarily normal and what's not normal?
1: And they won't yeah. try to like rationalize it away or like tune it out. Yeah, because they don't might know. Be like, oh, that's just some crazy dude living in the woods.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what a lot of people are like, maybe that's the case. Okay, so then her dad actually had his own weird experience himself three years before all of this happened. So in 1970, on October... Day at seven p.m. He was driving and he turned onto a road and he seen a essentially a UFO that was lit up on the right side, which I guess was in the same direction that the ocean was near Sandown. And he said it was going over a swampy area and it looked really big because it was also super low, so it probably looked big because how close it was to him um he stopped the car to watch it and it was just hovering over the swamp and he described it as a wide ring that had seven or more lights that were clear defined spheres and they looked like a bright red cherry along with turquoise and white lights there was absolutely no sound and as he got into his car and kept like to keep driving, it was like flying parallel with him, and then it cut across behind him and dropped slowly. It looked like smaller, and he could only see four red lights that rotated slowly. He stopped the car again and used a torch to try and signal the craft and be like, "Yo, I'm down here." During this time, it would go back and forth and, like, without settling, almost like it was imitating a leaf falling, because like when they were what the yeah, fuck? um. So when he reached his destination, he could see the red lights, and he left his taillights on maybe in a way to signal them to be like, yo, I'm still fucking down here. Um, also, wouldn't I ever fucking do? I would run and hide. Um, he was going to his friend's house, and once he arrived, his friend came out and could also see the UFO and said it was almost like it was playing hide and seek between the tree chops. <laughs> tree, tree, <laughs> tree tops. <laughs>
1: We're just getting all of the intro music today. Just cut together everything that you cut out, all of these little blips, just cut them together and play it as our (laughs) intro. (laughs) It's like 30 seconds long, just beeping.
2: Okay, and then in another separate occasion, he would see singular red balls that were just floating in the sky and sometimes would follow him. And on March 1st in 1972, so a year before Faye told her story to him, between 9 and 10 on the bay, there was an unexpected tidal surge, apparently caused by an underwater craft. Um, So not a UFO, a USO, an identified swimming object.
0: Unidentified swimming object. Yep, that's what I like to call it. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: He's seen two yellow lights that ha- appeared to be appearing up at him like a sea monster with yellow eyes. He'd never told his daughter any of this though, and that's when she told his story. So, like maybe that's why he was so quick to just believe her, because he's like, oh, same kid, I seen like you should hear the shit. I've same kid. <laughs> He's like, ah oh. No, that wait until I tell you about my shit I've seen. It'll blow your mind. <laughs>
0: I watched him cut his legs off, and that's why he has wooden legs.
2: But he has flesh feet.
0: Yeah, he, he just cut his legs off. He just wanted it to be
1: taller, to and so, you know. <laughs>
2: so naturally, you just cut your legs off. Well, also, well no, you,
1: you when cut all your leg is... and replace it with a wooden, you know, make it taller, like stilts.
2: Well, some yeah. people think that maybe Sam is from the future. But also, like, why is his furniture so basic? Why is he just in a metal fucking shack with simple furniture? You know what I mean?
0: Because his mindset is more advanced, and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's a thought. Um, this and comfort w- isn't
2: as big of a deal because his legs are fucking wooden. Yeah. Well, during the seventies, was like a huge time for um alien UFO sightings.
1: I wonder why.
2: Because uh, we were all on LSD, and the aliens were like. Hat. I want to join, yeah. and then they're like they kind of wanted to do it themselves, but they also were like, okay, since they're on drugs, if they say they see aliens or a UFO, no one's gonna believe them because they're on drugs. Fair.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's my thought. And that's my story. But
1: but ah, I've got a feeling. beep, 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 beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, do it. Beautiful, do it. So. I looked into um, Dybbuk boxes <gasps> for my story. To what? So, it's a Dybbuk box, which is like a small... They're usually like... Um, they're used in rituals to like hold in a Dybbuk, which is kind of like I a did. Jewish demon. And, um... But they... The boxes they usually used were, like, wine cabinets or things that, like, stored alcohol. Like, just little, like, boxes or little cabinets. Like, that kind of thing that people kept alcohol in a lot.
2: So, like, big pieces of furniture?
1: No. Okay. So, it's, like... you said a wine cabinet, they're...
2: I'm thinking a whole ass fucking...
1: Yeah. So, one of them... And I can send you this picture... Yeah. Um, in a little bit, because it's on my computer right now. So, one of them is... Like, it's basically just, like, a small box, maybe about the size of a backpack.
2: Like a jewelry box.
1: Yeah, that it sits, like, straight up and down, and Mm. it has just, like, hinges, like, little storage things. And apparently those were uh, alcohol boxes, like, different, um, like, things that people used to store alcohol in. Like, little cabinets that you could take with you places, I guess. So, like,
2: perfect size to hold one bottle of alcohol.
1: Like, two or three, probably. Oh, Oh, you said backpack
2: size, so yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, it was My backpack is tiny. Yeah, sorry, um, like, backpacks you would use for school, not whatever backpack purses are becoming a fashion item right now. The Dimmick boxes were actually pretty, like, large. Like, it was still, like, not crazy, crazy big, because it was only, it wasn't, like, a full shelf piece, But it was, like, something that people could store, like, on their cabinets or, like, a way that in this one, like, it has a bunch of shot glasses and, uh, like, pint glasses with bottles of alcohol.
2: Yeah, I really like this set. I kind of want it to be Honestly, Sam.
1: Honestly, Sam. If it's haunted Uh, or not,
2: I still kind of want it.
1: I'm sure you can get not haunted ones. I'm
2: still salty that I
0: can't see it. I can see it. That looks cool. Yeah. Okay. I
2: like
1: that. See? Fancy, fancy,
2: ghosty,
1: ghosty. Fancy, fancy. Ghosty, ghosty. Ghosty, ghosty. But yeah, it um, so like these Divic boxes were recently gained notoriety when one was auctioned off on eBay, who made a story like, um, about it, but he later admitted in 2021 that the entire backstory he just made up.
2: Rude. What? Is that the one that uh, Zach Baggins has?
1: Lame. Uh I'm not positive on that. The person that sold it was Kevin Manis. Um He's gave this whole backstory about uh, it being from like Jewish Holocaust survivors. I
2: think that's one Zach Baggins has. Very
1: possibly. Mm. And he uh, had a bunch of like paranormal shit in the description of it and he so like made
2: something up about the holocaust fucking rude as fuck yeah so rude <laughs> honestly
1: sketchy anyway so in 2003 the uh, working writer and furniture refinishing business owner kevin manis bought the cabinet at a yard sale of a local attorney and then began developing the backstory for it um, and he said, according to Manus, the carving in the back of it is my carving. The stone that was in the box was something of a signature creation of mine as well. Um, but basically, this dude's just claiming to have made it all up, made like the everything. whole everything. All of it
2: is dude. Can you? All ma- ma- I bet that. Zach, because I'm pretty sure this is the one Zach Baggins has, and I bet he's fucking pissed. I bet he's f- pissed. His whole museum that people pay money to and and a whole TV show. And And that's like one of his uh, pride possessions and it's fake.
1: Honestly. And it spawned like a bunch of different stories and Mm -hmm. mythology from it. Which the Dybbuk is based on like "Quote unquote" real Jewish mythology, and so I did a little bit of research into them as well. But it's just crazy to me that there was so much like stuff surrounding this divic box and like the history more behind it.
2: The thought of like accidentally buying a haunted piece of furniture from a yard sale is very possible, and it's something I fear. It's very because almost aside from my bed frame and bed, everything in my room and my mirror is secondhand.
0: (laughs) But haven't you seen my like old ass antique? Jonah yeah,
2: box? that's what I'm saying. Like my dressers are old, my bedside tables are old, my mirror's old. Like, I
1: live. What are those? Nothing. What are
0: those boxes? That's um. A lot of people know what they are. I guess a Pandora box. But people, is
2: that I what have it no is? idea.
0: No, I don't think it's a Pandora <sighs> box. But there's like boxes that like people will see. Um on the internet or whatever for sale and shit and everyone would be like do not buy that do not open it. a divic box and it'll be like
1: yeah that's what the divic boxes yeah. are yeah, i think that there might be other things but the divic box is like the most popular version of it which is just okay, uh, with the
0: haunted shit in it i'm gonna exactly. look it up
1: on
2: facebook and see if i can get one with all the original well, glassware like, spirits
0: in them
1: yeah, you don't want it to be opened. What can be
2: open? I just want th- I just want those cups that came with it because they're nice. <laughs> he,
1: she <laughs> yeah, wants just night, like
2: I want a fancy liquor set.
1: Oh, fancy liquor box, not a divic box. Yeah, just gonna fancy liquor. Yeah, box. Yeah, don't stuff. try to get one that they say is haunted well, because haunted, you know yeah. it goes back to all of the stuff that I've been talking about about like the power of belief and how that actually causes shit.
2: <sighs> yeah, like
1: if this story was made up kind of like that whole Slenderman stuff. Yeah. So in Jewish mythology, uh, Dimmick is a, mal- a malicious possessing spirit um, who they believe it's the dislocated soul of a dead person. Um, and so with dislocated, I assume that like it's somebody that um, is just like stuck on earth or like in purgatory or just didn't go that, to that heaven sense. or leave the world. They didn't
2: move on. Yeah, they didn't go to an afterlife. Yep,
1: but supposedly they leave the host body once um, it's accomplished its goal, or if it's been exercised by, like, a priest or um, rabbi, I believe. It's the Jewish equivalent.
2: Isn't it not in Jewish culture that they cover up the mirrors too, so when someone dies, their soul doesn't go into the mirror? So do you think they cover up the mirrors, and they put this box and try and make the spirit go into the box instead
1: i don't know if it's jewish that has um the mirror that's
2: what rachel said when she did the mirror episode so i don't know how i didn't look yeah follow up to see if Uh, that was
1: yeah no you are entirely correct the death of human beings disrupts the connection between the living man and the living god And so the purpose of Mirrors is to uh, be covered in mourning. Or for them to be in mourning. Hmm. So yeah, it very well could be just like not keeping... It's not reflecting the connection, basically, between when he was living and when he is going to rejoin with God.
0: That's weird.
1: It's not suspicious.
0: It's really suspicious.
1: But, um... Dibbuk is an abbreviation of something in Hebrew that I cannot read. That means <laughs> uh, their words a are hard to say. Of an evil spirit. Oh, I, I I don't mean that it's hard to say, I mean that it's in a different alphabet. Oh
2: okay, uh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But it's uh an evil spirit, and then it's a combination of a word, divok, from the outside, which is found in man, and it comes from the Hebrew word evil. So it's, like, okay, evil from the outside, and then, like, an evil spirit.
2: So are divok boxes always an evil spirit, or do they put good spirits in them? Is it kind of just like, oh, grand grand like, put her in this box?
0: I feel like if you're going to trap a spirit, it's probably not for a good reason, you're probably trying to keep it from getting
2: out to something. And
1: in my mind, I think um, spirits that are like trapped on Earth are always considered evil. You think so? Because I think...
2: Because they didn't make it to an afterlife. Yeah, but like, if there's exactly, hell, why didn't they just go to hell? But Because maybe... it's
1: So in this one, I don't know if there is like an idea of hell. I'm not really positive. I don't think in
2: Jewish culture there is necessarily a hell. I think there's just a little so, bit different or their religion, not culture.
1: Um, it accomplishes its goal. It leaves the body that it possesses. So sometimes maybe that's just a way for them to end whatever earthly attachment they have.
2: Damn, wouldn't that suck if you die and you're like, I want to hang out and like check up on my grandkids and stuff. And they're like, nope, we're going to put you in a fucking box.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that would fucking that suck. That would be really <laughs> unfortunate. They're
2: like, um, actually,
1: But I feel like if you were, like, super religious, or if whatever, if you were, like, brought back to be, like, oh... I feel like people are more willing to give up happy relationships than, like, revenge shit. Like...
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: People are, like, oh, like, it'll be sad that I can never see them again, but, like, they'll live on without me. But if they're, like, that fucker Paul over there kicked yeah, me in the shins paul. and i'm going to kill him like <laughs> that kind of thing is i feel like I'm gonna what would actually
0: chronic shin pain to paul <laughs>
1: exactly imagine <laughs> but um either way the term divot first appeared in the 16th century and um uh, Although it was largely ignored in like mainstream, like talking about history and like Jew- Jewish, um, like beliefs, until there was a play, um, called The Divot that was popu- that popularized it in like literary circles, um, and it just had like early accounts of possessions were, um of demonic possessions rather than ghosts. And so, like, for the most part, they're like, oh, this is not ghosts. Because Divics are all considered, like, dead humans rather than, like, demons. Yeah.
2: I have a little... So, um... They do believe in an afterlife, and afterlife is here on Earth. But also, that is heaven.
1: Interesting. And there
2: is, like, um... It's, like, a gated... No, it's not a gated community, like, in some other religions. Um and their hell does not exist in Judaism.
1: Okay, so then yeah, it would make sense that like they stayed on the world side of man rather than like, so if the if
2: you renounce if you were like no thank you God no thank you Jesus you're cut off from your kin. Oh, so maybe the Divics are people that are like no thank you Jesus so you can- we don't believe in you.
1: Never go to your family yeah so yeah, it would just be get, like you you're there, and there for like revenge
0: that would suck
1: uh but okay yeah that makes sense yeah and i'd uh, look
2: it up because i was really i don't know much about jewish cult like religion and stuff so
1: so a lot of like the divic, like when that came up it was um quote-unquote, as a preventative measure. And it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, if you don't go to bed at 9pm, the boogeyman's gonna get you. (laughs) We'll
2: put you in a Dybbuk box.
1: (laughs) It was just like the Dybbuk would get you. Oh. um, Creepy. It was just like if you doubt the religion, because one of them was like entertaining doubt that Moses uh, parted the Red Sea And it opened not only you, but your entire household to divot possession. What? And so it was just like...
0: Teenagers sitting in the room like, oh my god, everyone in my house is going to get
2: possessed because I'm questioning things.
1: Exactly.
2: And then like your parents have a midlife crisis and you believe that it's true.
1: Uh, Yeah. But yeah, so there are actual like precise details and names uh, and locations that... uh had accounts of the divik, And one of the rabbis, Rabbi Yol, and I am not going to be able to pronounce his last name, he is reported to have advised an individual said to be possessed to consult a psychiatrist. He, like, started a new uh, Hasidic group. And uh, he was one of the... He was the founder and first grand rep Rebbe? It's not rabbi. Or rabbi. It's R-E-B-B-E. Of the Satmar dynasty. And so um, he kind of like did an offshoot and he's like, oh, you're not possessed by a You need to go to therapy.
2: Mm, That's nice, though. That's nice. Because instead of just, like, making everyone go through an exorcism, they're like, nah, you just need a therapist. You just need to talk it out, bud.
1: And, uh, as typical for, uh, Religion. Uh, t- traditionally, <laughs> divvics tended to be male spirits who possessed women on the eve of their anniversary.
2: Mm, so, widows. The eve of their
1: weddings. Oh, Apology. So,
2: um, and don't men usually die before their wives? So, it's just, that's just, like, a super common thing, I guess. Like, you... Was that a way to keep women <clears throat> okay, from killing their husbands? Or, or, like... He
0: was, like... I'm gonna make you do
1: terrible things on the eve of your wedding. I believe that was because the rest of this is that That's it would be thinking. in a sexual fashion by oh, entering yeah. the women through their vaginas.
2: Oh, this which is great. Right. Exactly. This is ghost porn. Exactly.
1: Ugh. But you know, typical religion. You know, it, the the male yeah. ghost will always, will possess you. It always has you. to do with
0: with women being um unfaithful, exactly. stupid
2: whores.
1: Um, actually, in a lot of like psychological literature, when like like psychiatrists will like try to examine different like possessions and whatever and figure out what was really happening, uh, they described it as a hysterical syndrome. Mm. So you know, back to the women being hysterical. Yep,
2: you're freaking always. Always.
1: Always.
0: Yeah. Oh. Can't do anything but be hysterical. Stupid whores. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for that
1: but, uh, yeah so that there's a play that um, kind of popularized the Dybbuk, and it was by S. Anski which I do not have it, I cannot pronounce the first name because I'm terrible with everything but that was his pseudonym is S. Anski and he was a Jewish writer that uh, made this play it, for the yiddish theater and it's been super popular and like spread out and it's just a young bride being possessed by the ghost of a man she was meant to marry.
2: Um all right. we made a whole ass play about a ghost raping a woman and then they're like, "Yep."
1: Yeah, basically. Basically.
2: That's the one.
1: Oh. Um, alleged, we don't
2: know if it truly is. A legend.
1: <laughs> It says the ghost of the man she was meant to marry had her father not broken a marriage agreement. Oh, so, so it she seems like, like down she for the wanted to marry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll,
2: we'll say so it was consensual. <laughs>
1: It's consensual. Do you think it's that, like, if these women are
2: sex. truly, like, missing their husbands, they're, like, on the day of their anniversary, they're, like, putting on some sexy lingerie, lighting some candles. <laughs> uh, they're,
0: like, yep, for the day I finally see my husband uh, again.
2: That's kind of funny.
1: Oh. But, yeah, so it was mostly just, like, a demon possession in Jewish mythology. There is some other, like things in Jewish mythology that they said could possess you, but it was more of like positive possessions. Um, the Ibor, which means impregnation.
2: So a fertility uh, one. It, Come on.
1: it happens that sounds like when a, bad a thing righteous soul temporarily possesses a body. And it says this is always done with consent. They they in they I'm had to put that rapey. in there. You have to consent before you know you get the spirit impregnation.
2: I'm glad it's not rapey. <laughs> um, i Oh, glad it's but consensual.
1: it's so that the soul can perform a mitzvah. But yeah, that is all that I have on that. And just that psychiatrists believe that it is hysteria. Mm-hmm. Well, as I everything, it sucks. everything is.
2: They're like, you're possessed by a ghost. No, you're just a woman and it's your hormones.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh my god. Every freaking
2: time.
1: Damn. But have you tried walking outside?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) Actually, yes, I did it twice. I walked to my car. I rode a bike outside. Does that count? Yes. Okay. Then, yes, I have. So, like usual, please send us an email um, with any creepy, haunty... Is that a word? It is now. Um, (laughs) It is now. (laughs) Alien, Matrix, whatever stories anyone please has. You know what? You almost got kidnapped, send it to us. We'll read it. Um, It's a little bit true crime, but it's personal, so we'll accept it (laughs) at the weird and the weird and suspicious at gmail.com our twitter is the weird and sus and instagram is the weird and suspicious and same on facebook the weird and suspicious we also have a group that you can join if you want to talk about things and i'm kirsten
1: i'm joshua
2: and i'm kyla
1: Goodbye. This is
2: the weird and suspicious. Have a good night.
1: Goodbye
0: forever.
2: Goodbye
0: forever.